This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 1022, Emotional Opinion Vocabulary for IELTS. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. Today, you'll hear a fantastic clip from a natural group conversation and learn the vocabulary that you can use on IELTS to sound more like a native and less like a student. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Aubrey, how are you today? I'm excellent. How are you? I'm excited about this one. It's a fun one. This is so fun. <laughs> oh, guys, so oh, once, a, once in a while, once in a blue moon, um, we like to do these little clip episodes for you because they're fun. They're something different. They give you guys a different way to learn English, not just for IELTS, but for life. And remember, guys, the reason why we want you to learn native, natural English is because that's what sets you apart from other students. That's what gets you a seven or higher. The more natural you sound, the higher your score will be. So today, guys, we're going to give you some very fun phrases. Um, Where are these phrases going to come from, Aubrey? Yes, it's coming from a clip from one of our conversations and coffee group conversations. So it was all four of us, Jessica, myself, Lindsay, and Michelle, chatting about um, when people take, if people decide to take the last name of their spouse or not. It was an interesting conversation. And it brought up a lot of cool vocabulary about when you express your opinion, when you feel very passionate about it, very emotional about it, which definitely could happen on IELTS speaking. You might be asked questions that you feel pretty emotional or passionate about. So this would be great vocabulary to use. For sure. Um, Learning phrases like this from just real natural conversation. It's not written. Like we don't come up with these phrases beforehand and then like, you know, like they do in textbooks, right? Like they come up with a phrase they want to teach and then they write a test question or a dialogue around those phrases. None of that is real, guys. Um, And if you only study not real English... You are going to use not real English, right? So it makes sense to get this stuff from natural sources. Um, So what, what was this topic again? What were we talking about in this one? 
Yeah, we were talking about um, the in different cultures, whether people choose to take the last name, the surname of their spouse. So often in the United States, right, people will go by the last name of the person they are marrying in some other cultures as well. But that's sort of changing as things go. People are having different opinions about that. So it was a little bit of a controversial topic. It was interesting. I know, surprisingly, right? Like Mm -hmm. one would wonder how much you could say about something like this because like you said I think in some countries it's just a given it's not really an option I think right like it's automatic you take the other person's name or maybe it's not maybe the naming conventions um, in your language are completely different (laughs) so this stuff does come up on IELTS because this has to do with gender politics with Mm. changing societal expectations so this is a conversation that on the surface it seems like ah like that's an easy topic but the the directions that it goes are really really ones that you should be practicing for IELTS right these really difficult sort of deep thoughts Um, so without further ado let's listen to the clip well, you know, like, I mean, with like with everything, it depends on where you live. I mean, if you live sure. in any of the places where, where we do, you know, like coastals, like towards the coast, <laughs> not like all yeah. the coast, but towards the yeah. coast, um, people aren't going to bat an eye usually if you are, like invented your last name. People are going to like ask right. the story behind it and it'll be like this cool way to connect and like, right. oh, that's, wow, that's really right. interesting. Yeah. And then tell their friend about it that night is like a cool anecdote or whatever but like saying how if the man changes takes the woman's last name if you were maybe in the middle of the country and said that then you guys know exactly like how that would be received right (laughs) you know there would be like i'm just picturing this happening in front of an old gas station for some reason (laughs) and like suspenders like a mechanic oh "Oh, your woman wears the pants in the family and you know what i mean like that reaction would would still happen in some places but fewer and fewer places i think it just speaks to how different our country is in different places right i mean you know that's why we have to go around and see the country and just kind of get different perspectives i think you know (laughs) (laughs) so Um, but yeah i think that a last name I, i that was one of the biggest things for me i felt I had never thought about it so much before, um, before I was getting married. I just figured, oh, I would take the last name and that would be it. And then, you know, it, it just, as the wedding was getting closer and closer, I'm like, oh my gosh, I, you know, I, I didn't realize how tied I felt and how emotionally tied I felt to my last name. Oh, and I remember talking to my mom about it because my mom took my dad's last name. And sometimes she talks about it and says that, you know, m- she maybe now would have made a different decision. All right. That was interesting. And there's so much great vocabulary that was used. Like you said, not because we thought of these phrases in advance to fit in somehow, but that just come up naturally when we're having an interesting conversation like this. Exactly. Um, So before we point out some of the phrases, guys, that you should practice, you should write down, you should use on your exam, if you want access to the complete conversations, guys, you get a lesson every single week 
with a full conversation, 15 minutes at least, transcript, listening quiz, and vocabulary. So lots of stuff there. Go to allearsenglish.com slash fast to subscribe to Conversations and Coffee. So, okay. The first phrase that um, that actually I used <laughs> yes. um, is to bat an eye at something. So I said that um, people on the coast aren't going to bat an eye usually. It means they're not going to be surprised. They're not going to think something is weird, right? Um, we often use it in the negative like that, just to say like, look – you may think this is weird, but these other people don't care, or they think it's normal, or they just aren't even going to notice, right? So right. there's a lot of things in Portland that people don't bat an eye at, because <laughs> we're kind of expected to be a little funky, I think. Um, nice. So here's an example, guys. There is a, there is a, a, a man who rides around on a unicycle um, playing a bagpipe. Awesome. I'm not even joking. He's just like a local legend and he pops up downtown and all over. Um, but people just like don't bat an eye at that anymore. They're just like, oh, there's the unicycle bagpiper. That's awesome. Um, where Whereas other people, in Arizona, we would yeah. be quite surprised to see that. But I love that you pointed out we use it in the negative because it would be weird if I said in Arizona, we would bat an eye. We don't really use it that way. No. We just use it negative to say, yeah, we wouldn't bat an eye at that, meaning we wouldn't be surprised. That's so awesome. So guys, you do often have to describe your city, your country, your your culture um, in a lot of different ways, like with food, with expectations, with clothes, with shopping. I don't know. Um, but we could, you guys, you could definitely use this phrase to talk about things that are not surprising to people in your culture, but they would be in other places. Like that's the key, right? You realize other people would think it's weird, but you don't. <laughs> Exactly. All right. Um, what's another phrase we can learn from that clip, Aubrey? Yes, I love that you use the, um, the word anecdote because this is a high-level word. It just means an interesting or amusing story about someone. And often, if you're describing a person on IELTS, you can throw this in and say, oh, this is a cool anecdote about someone I know. Just if you're going to tell a story about someone, throw that in. It's such a fun word, and it is one I use a lot. Um, but like we tell you guys on IELTS, anytime a, a side note, a branch comes up in your mind, follow it, because that is the yes. nature of communication, of natural speaking. And this is the way to segue, right? Just to say, like, quick anecdote, and then you tell a little story. It's perfect. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yes, great. Okay, and then another one. These are all things you said, Jessica. Yours was just full of interesting things you said. I'm just picturing this happening in front of an old gas station, right? This is a great way. It's a little bit of imagery. or like calling into someone's mind the image of what you are describing. So use that phrase to say, I'm just picturing this and then describe what you're picturing, what you're imagining. 
Now this is, you know, everybody knows the word picture, but students never use it as a verb like this, right? right? So that's what makes it interesting, guys. Instead of saying like, I am seeing in my mind or I am imagining a specific image, right? To be like, I'm picturing this like blah, blah, blah. And then you just give details about what you are seeing in your mind's eye. Um, and then what, what else to note here, guys, is that when we do go into detail, when we do tell stories, that's when specific vocabulary happens. If you guys stay general, if you don't follow the side branches, if you don't dive into stories on the test, you're not going to show specific vocab, right? So here, for example, I dove into this, what I was picturing, the man at the gas station. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but this vocab came up, right? Like I'm describing the man I'm seeing. He's wearing suspenders. He looks like a mechanic. So these are all very specific words. Suspenders, guys, are the straps that like old timey men wear to hold their pants up that go over their shoulders. Very fun. <laughs> no offense if you wear suspenders and you're not an old timey man, but it's true. That's what I imagine too. <laughs> You know, like, here's another thing that Portlanders wouldn't bat an eye at. Someone in suspenders and a bow tie. Totally. Feels like it could happen here. Okay, um, last phrase we're going to teach you guys today. And, and again, there's a lot more in that clip. So you could listen a couple times, guys. Aubrey will point out a couple more phrases in the blog for this episode, episode 1022. So this is a fun phrase. Love it a lot. To wear the pants in the family. Okay, what does that mean? It is so outdated, <laughs> right? What we're talking about, we've got like the feminist movement. We're like, please stop using this expression. <laughs> but yeah, right? what that means is it calls back to when women more wore dresses more. So the person who wore the pants would be the breadwinner, would be the one making the decisions. So it's a very outdated because now women wear pants all the time and women are often the breadwinner. But when we say that, we know that's what we mean. Like the person who makes the decisions, the person exactly. who's more in charge. And like it is outdated like where it comes from, but people still say it. Like I still say oh, it yeah. totally. Um especially like especially to describe surprising gender roles, right? Like yes. because it's fun to go against the norm or to go against um what traditionally was expected, right? So it's like if I'm talking to another mom friend and I'm and she's describing a, you know, something that happened in her home and I'd be like, "Well, obviously you wear the pants in that family." Right. It's just like it's fun. It's saying like, "Yeah, yes. you decide, you're in control." And you're um, making the decisions. Exactly. Yeah. So it's very fun. And guys, or the again, way you like, used it in the conversation there to sort of mock someone who feels that way. You're like, oh, your father goes, oh, your woman wears the pants in the <laughs> right. family, right? And to use that fun intonation when you're sort of teasing the way someone else thinks, that's band nine pronunciation right there. Totally. Yes. That is a great strategy, guys. Anytime you can quote someone else, even if it's an imaginary person like this, because you are painting a picture for the yes. examiner and you're describing all the characters in this picture in your mind, you're going to quote the other characters. You're going to change your voice to sound like them, to maybe be sarcastic, to maybe pass judgment on someone, right? Because totally. it's like, yeah. you want to point out that this person in your mind is ridiculous. And so that's the way you sound, right? You're going to be like, oh, your woman wears the pants <laughs> in the family. And like, everything changes and it's funny. Yes. 
<laughs> right? Exactly, right? So guys, these conversations are very difficult to find where you have multiple speakers talking over each other and interrupting and that are full of native phrases, idioms, slang, vocabulary. So guys, you need these conversations. Not only that, you get a quiz. You get this vocabulary lesson. So you can sign up today for a weekly lesson at allearsenglish.com slash fast. You won't regret it. These conversations are so fun. I actually just got an email from our transcriptionist. He was yeah. transcribing and he emailed about one of them that is coming up soon. He was like, this is hilarious. I was laughing so hard. We were sharing our guilty pleasures and he thought it was so funny. Oh my gosh. They're so that fun. That was such a fun episode. I know. <laughs> okay, guys. So definitely sign up allearsenglish.com slash fast. Remember, it's not IELTS practice specifically, right? But if you only practice IELTS, your English is not going to improve naturally because IELTS is not natural English, right? If you're just like practicing a lot of listening exams, right? Like that's that's not going to help you. Mm. Um, guys, you need to improve your overall English if you're going to raise those band point, those band scores, right? Um, practicing your overall English, improving your fluency in all categories, listening, speaking, writing, reading, um, and practicing those test skills at the same time. That's the balance you have to strike, guys. So definitely yes. check out Conversations and Coffee, allearsenglish.com slash fast. And remember to subscribe to this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you listen, guys. Because we come out with three new, fresh episodes for you every single week. So hit subscribe right now. All right, Aubrey, super fun. Yes, always. I love these clips episodes. They're so fun. <laughs> All right, have a good rest of the week, and I'll see you on Monday. All right, see you Monday. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.